welcome everyone if you're joining in right now if you're you know getting off of work doing your commute home you know we appreciate you coming in and taking a listen to us here um we're gonna jump into it the uh top of the order is going to be baseball and everything surrounding the jersey behind sam and uh my shirt which is also representing today even though it's more for the warriors and talk some bob myers um we have some great news coming out of that situation not really you know but some question marks to be had stanley cup playoffs uh nba finals all that good stuff stay tuned please come come on in give us your comments give us your thoughts we would love to hear from you guys let's get into it um sam the uh the a's are really good <laughs> so uh they yeah, won a game really yesterday. good one really game good at, uh <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, the one game. Okay. I was going to say really good at looking like a clown show on <laughs> Memorial Day. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. So they went to Seattle since we last spoke. Um, they lost all four games 11 to 2, 3 to 2, 6 to 1, 3 to 2. Came back home against Houston and they lost all three games 5 to 2, 6 to 3, 10 to 1. But they won yesterday against the Braves, seven to two, and they look like a legit team. And um, that's it. Hopefully, uh, you know, winning streak continues. We have a chance to break the MLB record if we don't lose any games from here on out. So, yeah, let's go. On. Hopefully, they go <laughs> undefeated from here on out. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, not gonna it's, happen. It's a it's a stink show, man. It, we all know this, but at least we broke the uh, the ten win. Now we're in the eleven win, so we're we're, we're moving on up in the world. Um, we'll get into the uh, drama that's surrounding the A's and the uh, hearing that was uh, uh, took place in Vegas. But just to touch base on the cross the uh, the pond there here for uh, A's fans and Giants fans. Uh, Giants went two to uh, two and one at Minnesota. They won four to one, four to three, and lost seven to one. Then they went to Milwaukee, took three out of the four, won five zero, won big fifteen to one, won three to one, and then lost seven to five. Uh, currently, they're playing Pittsburgh. They brought out their bats yesterday and won fourteen to four. They're twenty eight and twenty six, third in the NLS. And I wanted to point out, they are ahead of my Padres. I can't pick a damn team to save my life. <laughs> so it's terrible. Uh... Anyways. Yeah, the you know the the A's don't look very good on the field. Um, it was nice to to get a win. Um, it was nice to see some of the younger guys, you know, feel good for once. Maybe <laughs> in the winners, yeah. in the winners stuff, you know, lane. Um, and that's awesome. But at the same time, it, it you know, baseball the sport is not really interesting because of just all of the the crap that's surrounding the team, yeah. uh, you know, with John Fisher, like, how do we, we can't even talk about the team nope. because they're so misrun, you know, there's just so God awful. And that's not the player's fault. You know, I, I don't think Mark Kotze really knew how bad they were going to get this thing and cut it to the bone. Right. Uh, so it, it's just really hard to even judge Mark Kotze as a manager. Um, I feel bad for every employee in that organization below, you know, Dave Cavill, you know, I, I even have a different vibe of Billy bean. You know, we've talked about Billy bean a lot. 
he's totally MIA. You know, Billy Bean was yeah. like um good for a few quotes, knew how to charm the uh the media when he needed to, and he's just gone. You know, well, I mean, uh, he's basically the lapdog to John Fisher. You know, he just does whatever John Fisher does and he takes his ownership money and doesn't say anything. I mean, Force is the one constructing the team, if you can say he's constructing a team. Um, so I don't, I mean, I think Billy Bean is so hands off in this situation that, yeah, we, we, we can say things that, you know, he didn't help contribute to where the A's are now, as far as, you know, trying to be a winning ball club. But, um, I also don't think he's doing anything to contribute at all for the team other than just collect a paycheck and go sit on yeah. his couch. Just so. like John Fisher, you know, he just wants to collect money from. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny how that works out, huh? You know, just collect money, <laughs> uh, you know, misrun a MLB franchise into the ground. Yeah. Um, just the whole, this whole weekend, this whole thing with the A's doing this SB vote or presentation whatever i mean it's just you do it on memorial day yep. <clears throat> at four four or five o'clock um when the vegas golden knights are playing um i don't know man the whole thing just seems really shady and then catching up on the on the video that's going around um it's just it just doesn't make sense now you want to you you walked away from Oakland because why did you, you now you're walking away from Oakland to get a smaller site, to be a tenant and less money. And it just makes no sense. Absolutely. I it agree. just makes no sense. But how about those renderings though? Does it scream? I went into, you know, mid journey AI chat and was like, A's Vegas ballpark high definition. <laughs> I mean, I don't doubt it. There was no artist's name in the corner. There's there's nobody it. attached to it. Yeah. Who would want to be attached to it anyway? <laughs> I mean, fair point. Yeah. So the hearing yesterday was the SB 509. Um, essentially, it's a stadium deal. Those rendings are ridiculous. They make no sense. Um, you know, the recent poll that's come out for that bill, it's already 92% are against it. As a public opinion goes, 8% are for it. It's not being perceived well. Um, yesterday, I was talking on Reddit, and there was a gentleman named uh, Lysurgical who posted something. And I'm going to read it here. It's a little long, so I'll, I'll try to you know cut out where I can the things that just speed up the process here. But he put, I'm in Nevada. And I oppose the stadium deal. I just registered my opinion on the legislator's website. So he put here, here's what I wrote for some of it. I, you know, he kind of trimmed it for, for Reddit, but he put, I'm a lifelong baseball fan, a senior citizen, and I vote in every election. I oppose this bill for a number of reasons, but especially because diverting tax revenue to pay a baseball stadium to house a, a team owned by a billionaire is nothing more than corporate welfare. The tax revenue diverted to build the stadium could be better spent on increased funding for schools, affordable housing for seniors, elevating the statewide doctor shortage, road improvements, etc. Things that we really need. 
there won't be any new construction jobs created at the Tropicana site because the property is going to be redeveloped anyways. So no matter what is built there, as for jobs at the stadium itself, there'll only be low-paying, part-time, seasonal jobs with no health insurance or benefits of any kind. We have too many of these kinds of jobs in Nevada right now. We need to create full-time jobs that pay a living wage. The team owners have projected that the stadium will attract well over 2 million fans a year. To do this, the stadium will have to sell out almost every game. Not even successful teams in larger markets like New York, Chicago, LA can sell out consistently. It's highly unlikely the A's will be able to either, even if the majority of people attending the games are from out of town. Few people from Cleveland, Cincinnati, etc., are coming to Vegas to attend a game in the middle of the week. Also, why is all this pressure on the, on the legislator to do something right now? The A's didn't have to wait until the end of the legislative session to commit to a site and then switch it three weeks later. The rush is because the A's are desperate. It's not Nevada's fault. We should not divert tax revenue to build a stadium. I implore you to vote no on this bill. If a, if a building, a stadium with tax revenue that can be put to be better use is the best interest of the people of Nevada, then let the people of Nevada vote on this issue. There should be no hurry to get this deal done. The threat that the deal must be done now or the deal goes away forever, it's just an old salesman trick. There will be more opportunities to bring an MLB team, MLB team to Nevada. Let's take the time to do it right. I think it's great. Um, he's right. There's a lot of things in Nevada that could be fixed and should be fixed. Uh, your schools, there's a lot of teachers that are highly underfunded, underpaid. Um, if road in that infrastructure needs to be improved, I mean, when you go to Vegas, are you really exploring outside of the strip? I'm sure it's got its infrastructure problems too that needs to be addressed and um if it's true that you know the sense of this construction job is going to be a revolving door of different construction unions coming in that doesn't sound like a a full-time commitment to be able to create more jobs it just sounds like we're going to have somebody do a little piece here bring in a new union little piece here and you're in the construction business i mean do you feel that that's it's probably not the way way to do things, right? When you're building a stadium, uh, this the whole thing just seems like a bad site, a bad deal. It doesn't seem, you know, like you like the letter said, it's not adding any jobs. It's already going to be developed, so we already know that there's going to be uh, reconstruction, redevelopment of that area, regardless. So it's not really adding construction jobs. Um, the only thing you're adding is, you know, obviously a baseball team and to, to draw 27,000 plus, okay, maybe in the first two years, maybe three years, if you're like a really good team. Um, but that's what you have to do for like the term of this to pay back the bonds. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the community benefits, like it's basically the community benefits is like, we're, we're the A's. We're just going to show up. And if we overperform, you'll get part of that pie. You don't really get a part of the pie unless yeah. we overperform. Like the community benefit is we're just here. So yeah. we're at and the this, party. And this Be 11 thankful. team win or 11 win team with, I think they got two guys that are multi-year contracts. By multi-year, I mean two years. That's That tells me you're going to overachieve yeah right get out of here it's not gonna happen it is not gonna happen you know and then the the timeline they walk part of the process of walking away from oakland was you can't build it fast enough you're you're too slow 
we're ready to go. And now, according to this meeting, they're saying the ballpark won't be ready until 2028. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, it would literally, Oakland. literally like a few days ago, Cavill did an interview saying that we can get it done in Las Vegas quicker. Like, it, it, it makes no sense. Nothing like the makes only, sense. About this. The only thing that's logical is what A's fans have been saying for months and months and months and months and years is Fisher, Fisher doesn't care about this team. No. And even though he's being reported that he's, he's making money, I, you know, why would you take a smaller site where you're a tenant? You're basically repeating the deal that you're in currently um, they bought half, they, uh, John Fisher, the A's bought half of the current site. And when asked about this by the city of Oakland, they said, well, we need a backup in case Howard terminal doesn't work out. We can then, we own the property at the Coliseum site so we could develop there. So they already own half of it. And if Howard terminal is not going to work out, they're not even approaching the city about buying the other half of the Coliseum site to do that, which is a larger site. So they go from the Coliseum site that was, what, 100-plus acres to the Howard Terminal site, which was 55 acres, to now this site, which is 9 acres. I don't think he has the money. I don't think he does either. I don't think he has any cash to, to like, really pull off a deal. And why are you taking a smaller deal in Las Vegas when you can just scale down the deal in Oakland and all of the red tape is done. Like you got the environmental impact report. Like the only thing you need to do is cover it, 80 million because, well, because the deal was so large at Howard terminal, the city of Oakland had to secure all this other money. If they're only short by $88 million, why don't you just scale the project down by a hundred million dollars? Yeah. And that like, means get like, rid of the outer infrastructure and just right, build just the ballpark. It, well, he wants money because he wants the hotel, the this, the that, you know, that. all this yeah. other stuff. Well, well, instead of you getting the hotel, maybe somebody else comes in and develops the hotel. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, why does it have to be on these? Like, why are you taking a much, much worse deal in Las Vegas when all you need to do is scale it down by a building? Well, know, a couple by, of things, right? Block. So, so- Brody Brazil tweeted out, if you thought Howard Terminal was too small, six of the A's Las Vegas ballparks could fit on the Howard Terminal site. So just to give you some perspective of how crazy it is that he took this smaller thing, what I don't understand is it was an $88 million difference, right? Right. You know, COVID, you know, all of that stuff, right? Right. He only got a projected of $175 million and he still has to come up with the difference of 382 or 392. Yeah. Million? I don't. Well, <laughs> if you couldn't get but, 88 million, you ain't going to get 200 plus. But I did see something last week as we were heading into Memorial, um, the holiday session that they, that the Las Vegas um, had was some of the, ver the language in this bill is like the A's could get out of the deal up to three years, you know, for whatever reason. So I think that 
you know, there were some politicians a few weeks ago. They, uh, I forget who they were, or maybe they were unidentified, but the, the whole, these are not serious people quote, you sure. know, that it just seems like they're trying to get this deal through to regain some type of leverage against Oakland. Like, I know it seems like they're gone, but I still feel like this is some type of thing to get leverage from Oakland. Um, but I don't even understand what their leverage play is. They they blew to, it. I think by, what they're by announcing that's what I'm going saying to Vegas. is that they're trying to regain leverage by see we're going to Vegas. We got the deal. Like we got it. Shovels are going to be in the ground. But in this thing, it says it they could back out. They yes. could back out and within 18 months, I think it was what I read. Right. Or something like that, right? So would they be able to, you know, if Oakland really wants a stadium, is Oakland gonna see if Oakland's gonna cave? If Oakland doesn't cave, then you know, maybe maybe baseball does waive the relocation fee. But even that now is in up in the air. A three hundred and fifty million dollar relocation what, fee. What I don't understand is <clears throat> if you're a fellow MLB owner and this guy is fumbling through this process. Um, he can't get the deal done in Oakland. He can't get the deal done done in Las Vegas. He's been on revenue sharing. <clears throat> like, he's not helping our product grow. He's not making it more valuable. Like, everybody else who is competitive is making it more valuable. Like, why would you want this guy in the league? Like, why do you even want him there? You know, so... I, the way to make more money would be no A's. You're staying in Oakland. You need to figure it out. Uh, some new guy, uh, if Las Vegas wants to expand, we, we need our $2 billion buy-in fee. Yep. And then there's a second team. Okay. We got a 2 billion buy-in fee. Um, That's how you make the most money is that you expand with Vegas and, and another market or, if the A's are going to move, you know, which I don't really think it's good for baseball that they, they do leave. Um, well, you're leaving because what? you're never going to well, put a team back, but you're leaving like what in TV fourth and in, in mm -hmm. to a 40th. Mm -hmm. How does that make sense? You're not making money. I just don't think it's, I just, nothing about the A's going, like, Las Vegas doesn't want them. Exactly. Like, I mean, we, you literally are moving into a market where the home market is not going to support you, which means the visiting market, like the Raiders uh, situation, has to support you, where who the hell is taking a vacation Monday through Thursday to go watch, insert any baseball team? Yeah, exactly. Like, why would you do that? And you think you're going to get 27,000 people on a day game Wednesday in Las Vegas? <laughs> like, it's not happening, man. I mean, look at it this way. You're like, oh, if you were, you know, let's say you're four of the A's going to Vegas. And one of your arguments, and I saw this, which was great. One of the arguments that I saw from a local Nevadan was, oh, they're near the stadium. It's easy to get in and out. Stop me if you heard this, but I'm pretty sure he owns a stadium near an airport and it doesn't sell out. Yeah, the earthquakes. Exactly. Yeah. And you can't light fireworks. And you can't light fireworks. So, and the like, rendering of that little beam on, over the stadium, 
You can't have. You can't it. have that. You can't have it. Um. Yeah, none of it makes sense, man. You won't be able to do firework shows. You won't even be able to do drone shows. Nope. Like they do these drone shows now sometimes at the Coliseum. Um, you won't be able to do that um, because of the airport. So the other thing is possibly trying to sell, lease out the venue to like concerts and things like that. Um, <clears throat> there's already so much infrastructure for other things. Like you're not getting wrestling. Like WWE sold out Allegiant. <laughs> <laughs> so why would WWE put WrestleMania or anything in the in the outside of baseball? You know, why would you cuz you got T-Mobile Arena um you know, and then you got all the casino stuff, all the other show stuff like it literally makes no sense. Financially so long term it makes no sense. You have you have a, a a local community that doesn't want them. It's going to cost. <clears throat> the Las Vegas had to tap into their reserves. Clark County, they're putting all the weight on Clark County. Uh, Clark County had to reach into their reserves twice to cover the Allegiant Stadium loan, um, the tax loan, all that stuff. So Clark County had to be on the hook for that twice. So now Clark County's thinking twice about this deal um because you know this recession market whatever everybody's tightening their belts yep you know everybody's tightening their belts so las vegas nevada they should be a little tight they should second guess this because john fisher and dave cavill have shown nothing but incompetence and shady business well, Mick, Mick Akers tweeted out, and Casey Pratt retweeted this, that there's been already a plan of events to do at this Vegas stadium if they build it. 82 of them will be the A's games. They have five projected concerts, three other sporting events, and five community events. So out of the 82 games, you have 14 events to try and cover the cost? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Oh, we'll add more. <laughs> we're gonna add more we'll worry about that later dude oh my gosh i mean at this point the only halftime show you're gonna have is the blue man group <laughs> with uh with um what's his name from uh arrested development where he he missed the phone call <laughs> oh you're talking about uh the bald guy yeah yeah the one he said he blew himself <laughs> <laughs> he missed the call he could have been a blue man group and he missed it <laughs> um shoot i'm blanking on his name but well the actor's name a... is david cross thank you um, thank you uh tobias, tobias. uk tobias yeah i blew myself <laughs> <laughs> i mean we got people in here there's some people in the chat we had a, quite a few a few minutes ago but if you have any comments about the a stadium we'll always circle back to it you know we do have to keep the ball rolling here but i do believe that um yeah, this this stadium makes no sense. I mean, if it's a ploy to get back to Oakland, this is a really weird way to do it when you already had the ball in your court to begin with. Um, I don't know why you're wanting to leverage this. You had a better deal in Oakland. You know, money-wise, you had a better deal. You were in a better market. Um, it just 
baffles the mind. It doesn't make any sense. I don't make know what sense. leverage he's getting. So, well, you got anything else on this one? Otherwise, I'm going to move it on up to the bigger topic of today as well. Um, no, I was just thinking in closing to the A's stuff is, you know, it's, I feel for you A's fan, you know, like we go, we're going hard on Twitter. We're trying to, we're trying to make as much noise and, uh, we put a lot of energy into, you know, outside of the show when we, when we're wearing our A's stuff or we see, I see other A's fans still wearing their A's, uh, gear and I'll go and talk to them. I try to make it a point to talk to other A's fans. And um, <clears throat> I was on a, I was on a walk over the weekend, uh, taking the dogs out and I see this guy, he's wearing an A's hat. So I start talking to him and he, he had no idea about June, June 13th, the reverse boycott. Oh, um, so I told, I talked to him about it and he was like, Oh wow, that's really cool. Uh, older guy. I was like, you should really go, man. It, it's probably, could potentially be the last time that um we really sell it out you know and 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 celebrate um so that's kind of what i'm looking forward to is you know june 13th going to this game and uh introducing myself to a lot of ace fans and just trying to connect uh but then also try to support you know there's been so many fans on twitter that started following the show and and uh, interacting and sending me questions and, you know, it's, it's cool. And it's, I want to support them. Um, so it's about being an, in a community and a part of a community. Um, so I just want to continue to, um, fight for our cause and our community. And, um, that's all I got, man. So it's tough being a fan, but let's, uh, let's keep fighting. Absolutely. Um, also too, I, I, forgot to totally address it we, we got into the show so fast um some of you may have noticed that we're missing a guy today uh vince is not with us today um he has some personal matters to tend to uh he'll be back to the show uh next week um so look forward to having him back on the show here so all right let's get into the other big band-aid that needs to be ripped off here the architect that probably has the biggest hand in developing and having the Warriors get four championships. Bob Myers is stepping down today. Um, decided, I think his last day is going to be June 30th. So he's got about a month left. Uh, actually, he has one month left. Uh, he's going to help usher the team into a new era. A new GM has not been announced. Uh, it seems like Bob Myers was really advocating for Mike Dunleavy, which I'm all for too as well. I think Mike Dunleavy's done an excellent job. Uh, filling in gaps, especially with Bob Myers questioning things down the stretch of last season. So that's big shoes, Phil. I don't know, you know, if it's going to be Mike Dunleavy, if it's going to be Kirk Lakeup, if it's going to be a combination of both. I don't know how you fill those shoes. Uh, should be interesting, but I think the era of Steph, Clay, Draymond, I think this is probably the you know, the initial chip into the stone to remodel the, the whole team. This is probably the end of that era. So what do you think? Man, it's, it's so hard to predict, I guess. I don't, the first domino has fallen. Um, I think we're heading into the last dance year, right? <laughs> yeah. <it laughs> to feels steal that. that. 
Yeah. I feel like next year might be um I w- I would not be surprised if they try to figure out a way to to bring back Steph, Clay, Draymond, <clears throat> Wiggins uh as one, you know, Looney as you know, one final hoorah. <clears throat> yeah. Um because um one I I, I smell a marketing opportunity <laughs> and uh joe lacob is not going to leave money on the table um so i think like the final <clears throat> the final dance last dance cliche you ever want to use like knowing maybe it's not officially announced but just knowing that this is going to be the final year because financially it would have to be like the payroll would just be too high Especially so with think, a new um, uh, CBA and yeah, it. so I think th- I think we're kind of gonna we're gonna approach um, that last dance year, and then the new GM will be kind of given a year to figure out his head coach because you got Steve Kerr probably not coming back. He's probably not going to get a new deal, um, even if it's uh, Mike Dunleavy. You know, you I don't think Steve Kerr's coming back. I think. I think, you know, I, um, I just think the franchise is ready for a lot of change. Um, you don't think Steve Kerr will be like, like pop in San Antonio. Although I do feel like pop Pop got strong armed to staying longer because of uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, right? He was going to retire, but he made a promise to LaMarcus that he would coach him. So I feel like pop is probably, you know, four years, you know, in this too far at this point. Right. And he and Pop is probably coming back next year, right? Because yeah. he's got the number. You got one Victor Wembanyama. I'm going to give this a crack so, too. So he might be coming back just because he's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I I don't see Steve Kerr as the same way though. I see him more like uh, Phil Jackson, where Phil Jackson would say like, you know, a coach is only around for about seven, eight years, and you kind of wear, you kind of wear out on each other. And we've been pretty lucky to not really have that feeling, but I think, you know, Steve Kerr might be ready to move on um, after this year, depending, depending on what happens. Um, I think it's just, a, it might just be the e- the easiest way to move off of these teams is you just let Steve Kerr go. Maybe he stays as like a consultant or something long-term later Maybe he goes back to TV or coaches somewhere else or takes time off. I don't know. But you just start to, like, let certain players leave. Obviously, you may have to trade some players to to get something in return or to get under, you know, sal- hard salary cap penalty numbers. Sure. Um, but I don't think the dismantling of this current – of the the, the – dismantling of these hall of fame players or fan favorites is going to be, it's definitely not going to be a Billy bean trade. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think we're not trading for prospects. Exactly. (laughs) I think it's going to be, um, as long as you have Steph Curry on the team, um, I think the franchise has to have this all in mentality. You can't really, get rid of clay and Draymond and all these other pieces and just kind of surround Steph with um, a couple of young players and start this transition period. Like, I don't think Steph would be okay with that. 
when does Steph become uh, less Steph and more like a Ray Allen? You know, I'm just um, here to shoot threes and I make them. That's what I'm here for. When I think when you start to see him physically not be able to do it, and I don't think we've really seen that. I think we will. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't think we've seen that just yet. Maybe we start to see it next year and start to see it more the following year. Um so be but we, thirty he's thirty four now. So it'll be thirty five. Right. So I don't know when we're gonna see that, but I think that's kind of when it would happen. I you know, there's probably that transition too. And all of these players are gonna have to have that transition. Um but nobody said that they're gonna you know, the Spurs, you know, they, they had a lot of guys transition. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously that would be the dream scenario that all these guys who were amazing and Hall of Famers transition to become the, the greatest bench of all time. <laughs> <And> then <laughs> somehow they have new starters that are all amazing. And, you know, but I, I don't know. That's like, sounds like a Disney movie. <laughs> Can you imagine how crazy that would be? It'd be like, all right. Trying to bring out the starters in the fourth minute. Bring in uh, Steph, Clay, Dre, Looney. <laughs> yeah, That's my bench players. Like I don't yeah. have a I don't have a six man. I have a I have a fourth guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what that's gonna look like. You know, I don't know. Um, I have no no idea who's getting traded, who's getting cut. As far as ro- roster moves, I have no clue. This thing can go anyway. Yeah, You know, new GM could come in and say, I'm blowing it up. I'm going to be that guy. You know, I don't know. I don't. (laughs) I think, I mean, okay. The reason why I like Mike Dunleavy is because I think that there's not necessarily, well, I guess nepotism would be a word you could probably use too with Kirk Lacob. But um, I feel like there'll be this with Kirk. It's, is it going to be Kirk's team or is it going to be dad telling Kirk what to do? Right. You know, where I feel like Mike Dunleavy, he's not related. So, you know, as Bob said in the interview, you know, him and and Joe butt heads, they argued a lot, but they always came together as a union at the end of it all. Right. So I think that's better suited for Mike Dunleavy to be able to disagree with him and not have feelings and, and emotions attached to it by being a family member. So if that's I, I did see you listen, why Bob did that. Did you listen or watch the Bob Myers press conference? I did. Yeah. Um, I listened to it because I was driving around, so I had to listen to it through the uh, car radio, and I, I happened to listen to it uh, through CanBR. So uh, Greg Papa, uh, and I had to agree with them. He goes, you know, Bob Myers came off as a genuine, you know, human being, and Joe Lacob came across as a very authoritarian mm-hmm. owner, you know, yeah. and I was like, that's, that's true. Um, everybody was giving Bob their, their roses, but there was like a couple of moments where I don't want to say it was a dig, but Joe Lacob was like, you know, owner's going to own you know? pretty much. Yeah. Cause you know? what they asked him, right? Like, how like, are you going to be able to handle mean, the, the they're like, how are you going to handle the CBA? And he was like, we're going to figure it out. It was like, that's not going to stop me. 
Like we're just yeah, gonna yeah. win. And I was like, oh okay. They kind of will stop you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just uh you know, giving giving Bob his flowers and rightfully so, but then at the same time he was like, oh, the buck stops with me. And you know, Yeah. <laughs> they stop talking when I talk money. <laughs> <laughs> when I talk, nobody talk. <laughs> no, so it was it was interesting to listen to. Um you know what's what's next for Bob Myers? I think he definitely takes a year off, minimum. Yeah. Um, I, I also kind I of feel like he two. might come back. It may not be with the Warriors. Maybe he comes back with like I don't know. He was from UCLA. Maybe he comes back with the Lakers or something. You know, like I feel like I feel like that chapter isn't done for. I mean, the book isn't done for him, but just the Warriors chapter is done. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he seems could, he pretty could go, He the, could go back and be a, an agent. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> go back and be an agent if you wanted to yeah um I, he said one thing to, in in the in the interview today and i and i thought that that was such a great acknowledgement he said that um he became friends with a lot of the players because he was an agent first so he had that mentality right and a lot of people told him why are you being friends with them it's a business and he said, "Yeah, I remember. Why? This, yeah. Why can I not be friends with them and great create memories and relationships? And they're human beings at the same time. So I think it was a very telling thing of, and it speaks volumes of who Bob is. Right? Yes, this is a business, but at the same time, his heart is in it every single step of the way. And I think that was um, a great thing to know that we had that in our front office, and you know that that bled to the players, which bled to the." you know, other workers within the, the office. So yeah. Sad to see him go, man. But, um, but I also don't think that he's done. I think he's going to take a year off, be some time with the family. He did mention that he missed a lot of stuff, you know? So I think he wants to be there for them. And I think he comes back. I think a year or two may not be with the Warriors, maybe with someone else, but still, I don't think it's done. It's my no, conspiracy I think, he, I think he comes back, but you know, in what capacity, I don't know. Um, Maybe I don't I don't see the Lakers because I think they 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 got their uh GM for the next couple of years. Um because he kind of rebuilt the is it Rob Palinka? Um who looks like uh what what's that actor? Rob Lowe. Ever... <laughs> <laughs> um he rebuilt that team pretty quickly, like on the fly, and he got him he got the Lakers this far with that roster. Um LeBron's not retiring. Yeah, um, that's not. That that's happen. not going to happen. Um, what was it? Le- LeBron retiring is just as much as uh, you growing a boy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They they said uh, so Richard Jefferson was on NBA TV on ESPN and he asked um, uh, Malika, what are the chance or what is the chances of LeBron retiring? Or no, are the chances of LeBron retiring uh, the same as Perk getting going on a diet, right? And she goes, I think it's right up there with you growing a full head of hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just stayed silent. He's all, I'll get to my point. <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh he's not retiring. No, not at all. Um I think he probably plays out his contract. I think he has two years left, LeBron. Yeah, he can opt out if he wants to this year, but he, he's probably going to opt in. I mean, what's the so point? I think he has two more years. I think he's going to finish out the contract because he's – I think he's hoping to be able to play with Bronny 
He will. Um, so I think he's hoping for that. Uh, <clears throat> so I think Rob Palinka will, at minimum, be with the Lakers for another two years. And I, I, so unless Bob is out for two years, you know, and then he takes over the Lakers going for after that, I, but I think if he is coming back, it's going to be more like one year and then he'll come back that second year. I just think he's going to get the itch. I do. I do too. I do do too. Yeah. We'll see. I don't think he would go to the Lakers, dude. I don't know. He, He went to UCLA. He played basketball for UCLA. Yeah, but I could see a, it happening. He's a Warriors fan. He grew up a Warriors fan and he wore You're he telling me when he went, championships. You're telling me when he was in college, he was not rooting for the Lakers. He he grew up a Warriors fan. He talks about that. He talked about it all day today. He's supposed he probably, to talk about it, it all day. He's he not gonna probably, do his exit interview and be like, I really love the dude, Lakers. <laughs> he talked about getting tickets for his birthday every That's year true. with his dad and his brother and going to going to the the Warriors sitting games. in the nosebleeds and yeah. Oracle. He talked about winning these championships in a in a certain way. He wishes he was a fan because he would have just enjoyed it from only a fan perspective. You know. Okay. Well, um, let's say this then. If not the Lakers, how about the Clippers and Jerry West convinces him. Now that's more interesting because Steve Ballmer has like endless pockets and he could mm-hmm. say like, here, take it over. I don't give a fuck. Do what you need to do. I want to win. Uh, damn it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I could totally see Steve Ballmer just cause that's a, that's a Laker move. And the, the Clippers are all, you know, they're second fiddle to the, they're always second field. They could build a power team, which they did, and they still can't get out, get into the playoffs, or get out so, the first. Half. I don't know, man. I I don't know. Wow, it should be interesting. We both agree that he's going to come back. I'll have to ask Vince what he thinks if he thinks he's actually done. Done. We'll see. Speaking of uh, almost getting being done, done. Miami, by the skin Miami. of their teeth, Miami escaped uh, without being history. They uh they beat Boston in Boston, uh 104 to 84. It really wasn't much of a game. Um, it looked like Miami shooting finally came back alive after the last three games. Jimmy Butler looked halfway decent. Um, but man, we all thought like could history happen tonight? I think we all we wanted Miami, but we also betted think, against Yeah, <laughs> we wanted Miami to win because we were rooting for them. But we looked up the odds and we we're like, ah, Boston's gonna win at home, game seven. Throw some yeah, money right? on it, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I think Spolstra's like, what is he? Something like seven and zero oh in game sevens or something like that. Well, now eight and zero, oh, I guess. So I guess I should have taken that into account. I but... mean, Boston just didn't show. I'm, I don't know, man. They just they look terrible. They look They're like terrible. one for fifty from three pointers or something stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like it was ridiculous. It was crazy. Who's so, who's winning the finals though? Because now it's yeah. If it's not Denver, then you know, I guess I'll eat crow. But uh yeah, I think this uh the storybook, as beautiful as as it's been for an eight seed, it, it comes to an end in Denver. Sorry. Yeah, I would I think Denver's probably gonna sweep them. Yeah, Denver's too much of a powerhouse. I mean, we, we said it last year. I mean, we when we played Denver, you know, we didn't have to go against Jamal Murray. Yeah, 
you know, and, and Porter was, was hurt. So they have both of those guys and Aaron Gordon looks better this year than he has in the previous years. Yeah. And Jokic arguably could have won another MVP again this year. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, Denver's a, a scary team. And I think happy for Mike Malone. I think they're, they're finally going to get a championship this year. So no, uh, no stored, uh, uh, histories of, of failing of getting to the finals anymore. Mike Malone, former yeah. uh, Sacramento King. <laughs> <laughs> um, so NBA Finals Thursday, June first, five thirty, kicks right off the bat. Uh, they're in Denver. Good luck, Miami. If you were tired after Game Seven, you damn sure gonna be tired five thousand two hundred eighty feet up in the air. <laughs> Yeah, Denver's just a, a really good team. They finally got over the hump. They got to do it, you know. They got to do it in the finals. But I think, I think they're head and shoulders better team. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. So, um, one thing to note: we don't have our hockey resident uh, with us today. But uh, Vegas beat the Dallas Knights four to two. Carolina Carolina got swept by Florida four nil. The Stanley Cup starts June 3rd. It'll be the Vegas Knights versus Carolina. Get that out of the way there. I think Vegas is going to, unfortunately, I'm sorry, I put Carolina. That's so wrong. Vegas Knights versus Florida. Um, so I think Vegas is going to win it. Unfortunately, I hate to say that. I really hate the Vegas Knights. It is what it is. Um, before I jump into the next topic, let's get into this. I threw this nugget on there. I wanted to talk about this because I want your input. Jimmy Pornhub G has failed his <laughs> physical and could be cut. You think it's happening? Well, I, I tell me why they should trade for Trey Lance. <laughs> um, I, I caught up on this today. Uh, so I watched a bunch of stuff and read, read a bunch of stuff. So apparently, you know, so there was this um, delay in him being announced when he signed as a Raider and they, oh, I was just, some verbiage, some language we needed to work out. So that language was he needed to sign a waiver mm-hmm. because he failed the physical that morning, um, <clears throat> specifically to the foot um, that was repaired. Um, so he signed a waiver because the Raiders lawyers said, "Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not executing this contract. Not going to happen." So they worked out the waiver. Everything's good, but technically he can't sign the contract until the contract's not happening until he passes a physical. So, uh, it was going to be a signing bonus, but now it's like a roster bonus. Um, so everybody believes he's going to pass the physical, but like we were told there's nothing to see here before. Um, and it's just, it's all kinds of fucking silly um, <laughs> in the worst kinds of way. Like, you sign Jimmy Garoppolo to this deal, and, um, you know, they had, um, oh, shoot, he broke it down. He broke down the contract stuff, how these, like, last, uh, uh, how these free agent deals happen is that they happen so fast that, you know, the, the Raiders will get their offer in. And if you don't accept it right now, that's the final offer. We got to move on. And a lot of times it's just so rapid fire um, with this legal tampering period that yep. they, they come to an agreement and they kind of just deal with everything else afterward. Um, 
So the Raiders signed Jimmy G and potentially they were like, okay, we signed Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's go do all this other stuff. And then they, he fails the physical, but by that time you really don't have any maneuverability in the quarterback market. Yep. You know, so it's just kind of suspicious that Tom Brady is part owner. (laughs) (laughs) So honestly though, as much as a fan, as a Raider fan, I hate all of this. Um, that I hate that the Raiders are, are in Vegas. I still don't like it. Um, I they've just been a disaster for many years. They can't compete. Um, <clears throat> but this whole Patriot West thing, you know, the McDaniel's, and then you, you're you're letting the guy who it, it's not Brady's fault. You know, it's the NFL and the rule and the interpretation of the rule and the refs and just it's not Brady's fault. You're talking about the the touch touch. rule? But basically the individual that because of that moment became Tom Brady, right? The legend of Tom Brady who did that to you, you're going to let him buy into your franchise. Like, I'm sorry. If I was Al Davis, I would be fucking outraged (laughs) i like i would be coming from the afterlife after mark davis haunting his ass like why did mark do it is because he's he doesn't have the much that much money he needs equity i don't i i think it's i don't know it just seems kind of fishy that um he would you there's been a love affair with Mark Davis and in, in uh, Tom Brady. Like that's been kind of documented that like he's, oh Tom Brady. Like he just kind of looks at Tom Brady as like a superstar. I mean he Weird. is but just kind of like gets like all gushy. There's like photos and videos about. Does Mark it. Davis kiss his son on the mouth though? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Welcome it, everyone, welcome in. We're talking to uh, Raiders here. Uh, kissing your son in the mouth. If you do that, uh, please leave. <laughs> I do not do that. I do not do that. I can't see any comments coming on my feed. Are you guys? No comments. Me? I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm looking at the numbers. Oh, okay. They spiked up. So, you know, wanting to get some people to chit chat. Yeah. Come in and say hello. Absolutely. Um. So I, you know, what's going to happen with this Jimmy G thing? Yeah. I ain't going to be surprised. I will not be surprised if he's cut. I expect him not to be cut. I think they're going to go forward with this. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised. Well, second part of the question was, why should they be trading for Trey Lance? Um, <laughs> I, the only reason I bring it up is because no. he was caught up on a Bleacher Report thing, and I go, oh, yeah, I'm going to totally push the buttons on Sam on this one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just not going to happen. Like That's just not going to happen. I don't think the 49ers would do that. Um. I think Trey Lance was uh, getting some QB one reps today too, so he's he's definitely not going to be just traded. I don't know. I mean, if the if the price is right, you know, these if they're willing to if the Raiders are willing to part with something, I don't know what they would part with that would be equivalent. Oh, man, it's just they just look terrible right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hope for the best. Yeah. Well, it's worse. I mean, the fact that your quarterback can't pass his physical or that 
Aaron Rodgers doesn't show up to OTAs because he had foot surgery, but is seen at a Taylor Swift concert dancing. <laughs> but was seen at a hopscotch tournament. <laughs> <laughs> he was at a jump rope tournament. He was at he a line dance. He was, he was line dancing. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, there's um, Josh Jacobs skipped out OTAs. Hunter Renfro skipped out uh, OTAs. And now there's rumors that um, Hunter Renfro is going to get traded um you really you think so no i'm I'm just saying that's there's rumors because he's not he's not um he's not at otas so <laughs> now yes tian we we address that we all think that mike dunlevy is the is is it official he's taken over because i read it as as bob myers was highly uh advocating mike dunlevy and he had high praise for mike dunlevy i don't think that's official listen- that he's been taking it over when I listened to the um, um, press conference, Joe Lacob said, you know, we'll we'll do our due diligence and we'll make an announcement, you know, soon, but we haven't made the decision. But that was, yeah. I don't know, one o'clock this afternoon. Yeah. So I don't think that's official yet. But if it is, that's breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Um, last thing here, just want to touch on to, uh, earthquakes here. Uh, we went, I'm sorry, Dallas was in San Jose, uh, nil, nil. I'm not nil, nil. It was a tie at one, one, uh, earthquakes are currently five, four and five. So five wins, four, uh, ties and five losses, 19 points fifth in the Western conference. Good enough for a playoff spot, by the way, just want to point that out. So, um, next game is against the Seattle Sounders in San Jose at a stadium that may not be filled, which is, stop me if you heard this, next to an airport. Yeah. <laughs> Fireworks. Nope. Can't nope. have those. Drone show. Can't have that. Nope. Mm. nope. What do they do there? Do they have any type of shows? They have the longest outdoor beer garden in North America. <laughs> well, I know they had the like the longest bar. That's what I was told. That's what the radio told me. They have the longest outdoor bar in North America. Yeah, the bar. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's your I've show. Been, I've been there. I have not been. I do want to go, but I don't know if I want to really support the uh It was really JJF. cool because I was at one side of the bar, and I yelled down to the bartender on the other side, and I was like, <laughs> give me a beer. Slid it all yeah, the way down. He slid it all the way down. People had to lift him up. <laughs> Women and children were endangered, you know. That's the show, you know. It's, <laughs> it's just rolling. Slide this beer, beer all the way down. <laughs> you tell me this bartender in his free time probably plays that uh, that game where the where it's like the wood and this little uh, pucks and you got to push it on the little sand. Probably nails it every single time. Gets like four points, whatever the heck the, the end is. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so tonight's um, predictions. Uh, Atlanta and the A's are playing again. What is your final score prediction? Uh, 10 to five. Ooh. Damn. I don't know if I'm giving the A's five runs. I'm going to go. Uh, I think they, they, uh, blew their wad last game. So I'm going to go 10 to two Atlanta. I think we get two runs and I think a story Ruiz gets uh two steals tonight. No, he won't. It's against Sean Murphy. No, he won't. He won't get one. 
I bet you he'll get picked off once and get one Damn. steal. That's what I think. Uh, Giants are playing Pittsburgh, which, by the way, Pittsburgh was like the talk of the town. They came out blazing hot and have since then just been an absolute shit show of a baseball team. So, well, um, their what was it? Their second baseman got hurt. What's his name? Uh, yeah, shortstop or their. It was uh, their second baseman, Key Brian Hayes. Yeah, he got hurt, I believe. Yeah. And then somebody else just got hurt, uh, like last week. Oh, great! So they got they got injuries. Well, what are you predicting on a final score on that one? Giants and Pirates. Giants have been looking good. I the mean, Giants remember. have actually been winning some games that I didn't think they were going to win. So they're they're actually surprising the hell out of me. Yep. Um, I'm gonna take the Pirates just because I want the Giants to lose because I'm <laughs> hella salty about baseball right now. So. <laughs> What's your score? Uh, 99 to zero. <laughs> 99 to zero. Solid. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go giants win again. And I'm going to go seven to three. I'm going to, I'm going to be nice about it. Well, it's going to be, it's going to be wrong. It's going to be 99. I, you, you might be right. You also might be dead wrong, but you know, <laughs> you never know, you know? Just go through like the whole entire bullpen and just have the second baseman uh just uh no you know you know what it's just like clearly the giants ownership played a role in what's going on with the a's oh 100 um san francisco media how they cover the a's how they cover the city of oakland um so fuck that (laughs) (laughs) um what are the do you know the dead deadlines for the um the hearing for the A stadium, it's it's they got to get it done by the fourth, the fifth, uh, something like that. It's it's recent, like they, it's like next week. Yeah, I think it's like by the, what's Friday or or um because the assembly is saying they're not going to do a special session. So yeah. oh, they're not going to do a special session. No, they said um because they want um Nevada wants to get the budget in order. Mm-hmm. So they haven't signed off on the budget. So they want to get a budget before they do anything with the A's. So that they want to know what's our what's our balance book look like? What bills are on the agenda? Like what do we need to do? Um wow. so that's kind of the con- the consensus with this whole thing is that it's I think I've said this last week is the scary part is, is more on Nevada's get to yes vote and worry about it later mentality. Yeah. And that Las Vegas politicians and the state is more like, let's just get this fucking bill through and we'll worry about it on the other side. Like that's the fear is that Las Vegas, Nevada, they get this stuff through. It's not really because of the A's are buttoned up. Right, you know, um, well, it's, but it's it's in the hands of sixty four legislative people, right? Like there's thirty two in one assembly and and the other and the other assembly. Right? It's it you know it's coming down to the wire. And Vice Mayor Rebecca Kaplan's been fairly active on Twitter, and there's been some some tea spillage, you know, coming yeah. out of her account. Um, you know, it's a lot to go through right now, but, you know, if you're on Twitter, go and check that out. Um, but she's, you know, kind of the things that we've been saying as A's fans, now Oakland politicians are actually saying it. 
you know, representative uh, Barbara Lee came out last week in yep. support of ACE fans. Uh, we need more of that. You know, we need more uh, voice from uh, the city of Oakland, but we also need, I've been saying it for many, many weeks now. We also need to hear from the governor of California. You know, yeah, it's wild that he hasn't said anything. It's just absolutely wild to me that he hasn't said anything about a, a, a billion dollar industry leaving like leaving that's insane that you're just okay with that just letting it go i mean we both Um, said that we we think that he's gearing up for his you know presidential run so he can give two shits about anything else he's out the door soon well i mean (laughs) if he don't come out and just you know just play to the fan base he ain't getting no votes from oakland like, yeah, he's going to lose. He ain't getting no votes. I mean, California ain't going to support him in a presidential run. Be real. <laughs> uh, that's very true. Well, I mean, at this point, he's looking to the door's gone. Right. So as soon as even if he runs for president, we were talking about this yesterday, he's going to be a part of the cabinet, be something. He's out of here. He can give two shits about California. Right. right? And so. he's a San Francisco guy. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of ties too with his, you know, family when, and we won't get into politics, but anyways, follow your dreams. Cause you think that's not going to bite him in the, <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's def we definitely agree. It's going to bite him in the ass uh, when he goes to run. So, um, but at, at this point, like we said, he's, he's not in it to, to be a president. He's not in to be the governor of California anymore. He's into get his ass on Capitol Hill yeah, get- and, make money over there exactly so um we got a couple more minutes guys i don't know if you guys any more comments about it um or anything about the a's or you know jimmy g and his broken foot um you know let me know let us know um if not looks like we're falling off here i just want to tell you you know thank you everyone please come out june 13th we say this every week uh, come support the A's. It may be the last time that we get to actually sell out the stadium and and do something, uh, you know, that we could all be worthwhile about. So. And I would say even if you're a non, you know, baseball fan or a sport fan is, you know, follow these hashtags, you know, sell the team, Fisher out, stadium scam now, um, yeah. you know, follow those trends because we don't want to be a political show, but this is, it takes you this way. You know, with what's going on uh, at the Nevada legislator, uh, you know, just all of this stuff impacts communities. So if you even if you're not a sports fan, you know, try to make it out to June 13th. It's a great way to connect or reconnect with the friends and family you may, you know, have lost a little bit of connection with. Um, Let's it's going to be a potentially a, a, a bittersweet situation. Um, I think it's a great opportunity for Oakland fans and A's fans to come together and get our signs out there, get the chant going, um, to make as much noise, um, as possible because we know the truth. We've been talking about it. There is a fan base here. We want to support the team. Um, but when you got an owner that just doesn't care and trades away all players and just mismanages the team and uses them as a personal ATM machine and uses that money 
to fuck up other business, to corrupt uh-huh. other business and, you know, rip these companies dry. Um, this is a person that we, we don't want near the A's. We don't want near other businesses. So let's just keep the noise and keep the heat on Fisher because he is the villain. Yeah. Him and Cavill are the villains. Let's not lose sight of that. They're the villains. They're the bad guys in these story. They there's a deal ready to be worked out and they don't want to do it for whatever reason. So they're the villains, which we cannot figure out, but all right, guys, you were listening to the SVT podcast. Subscribe on YouTube and hit the bell to get alerts when we post a new episode or a live show. Those are going back to our normal Monday routines after this week. We just had a holiday, figured nobody was going to watch anyways because we were going to be drinking and not wanting to do the show. So that's why we didn't do it on Monday. We did it on Tuesday. But back to next week, normal schedule. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SVT Sports Pod. Slide into our DMs. We would love to interact with all of you guys. You guys have a wonderful night. Later, guys. Good night, everybody. Later.